Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into A to Z Sports powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show on our Twitter timeline. Also hit us up on Instagram, TikTok as well. Guys, thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out you like Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or simply at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Uh, And also Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. And Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. If you've been injured in a car wreck, call Hughes and Coleman for a free case consultation, 800-800-4600. So Zach, uh, I did see a couple comments earlier on uh, that this is the best you can spike your hair. This is a, basically all you've got, right? Like if there's moments where I am uh, lose a bet where I have to grow a mustache or grow a beard like we've done in the past, that, that was the best I could do. It's out of my control. This seems like with your current haircut, this is kind of what you got, right? Yeah, and you know. A little you know, faux hawk action? Well, you know, I'm 35 and I say that, you know, I guess in confidence and a little bit of fear, who knows. But, uh, you know, you start to get a little bit grayer as you, you know, own your oh. own company and you get a lot of. So you got to cut it a little bit short to hide the grays. I'm not afraid to say it. I, I say what it is. And so uh, I've had this shorter haircut for now a few years. I would love to go long hair. I had long hair down to my, like probably down here at one point, but yeah, I forgot, I forgot about you that. You forgot about that, yeah, right? Forget, that was back I in the day. But that, that. That's when I didn't have to worry about the grays creeping up in my younger twenties. Now, you know, things have changed in my life. And so I got a, more, a lot more stress in my life. So I kind of, I keep it short to not have to worry about it. And then as, as you know, like we get up and like we're working from, you know, when we literally, when I open my eyes, I don't have time to like do my hair. I, that is something that I do not and will not prioritize at this point in my life. Now, who knows, you know, when I go through a midlife crisis, like my dad kind of looked like Kenny Rogers back in the day, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of look, I may go through a midlife crisis and, and grow my hair out like Kenny grow a goatee and just be all, all the silver fox. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm not getting there right now. Scott says just you know, wait till your your 50, Zach. And Scott's just just said get get right get rid of it. You know, Scott's just rolling there. And then uh, uh, our girl Liz says new A to Z sponsor just for men. Touch of gray, yeah. maybe for Zach. I don't know. I need to get the gray out. I don't need. <laughs> I have a touch of gray. I don't need a touch of gray. Oh, uh, oh man. All right. Well, the the Titans have a lot of guys not practicing throughout the week and it continues to grow. And, uh, you know, the title of the show is the Titans lead the NFL in one ridiculous stat yet again. And we all know 
uh, what happened last year when the Titans used over 90 guys to complete a 17-game regular season. They won 12 games. They were the number one seed uh, in the AFC, and now the Titans are not, you know, they're not. I don't think they're on that pace to break that record of most guys played in an NFL season, but they're leading the NFL in one ridiculous metric that is called man games lost. So here's the graphic for this man games lost. So total games missed by players due to injury. And you see on the bottom axis of this, the, the horizontal, the Titans have missed uh, over 225 games due to injury. So every game that Harold Landry has missed counts as one. He has missed what? Uh, 13 games now. So Harold Landry is responsible for 13. Taylor Lewand is responsible for 11 and so on and so forth. They have missed so many games. Look how far ahead they are of everybody else in the NFL in man games lost this season. The Denver Broncos are second, yet they are a lot, you know, have less than half the wins that the Titans have. And the Titans in that blue circle means they're leading their division. Uh, the size of the circle means the importance of men, of man games lost. So you know, I think it's pretty impressive that the fact that the Titans are that far ahead in most games lost due to injuries from players and still have a, a you know that blue circle leading the division. Zach, what stands out to you the most when you're looking at this graphic? Well, I think it's the gap, right? It's yeah. the gap between of of how far Tennessee is. And you know, like in a horse race, that's a good thing when your your horse is out that far ahead. In this graph, it's not. That's not a good thing. And so, you know, that I think that's what stands out to me. But you know, regardless of of you know what that is. We've talked about the talentless roster of this team. So you combine the not very good talent and trading away your one of your best players in A.J. Brown and drafting rookies to try to replace said player. And then here, here is something that I, I'd be curious where maybe it will pull up. This, yeah. the top left corner, this is the start of the season, correct? So my question was and is, does this involve Harold Landry or no? I would think it does because it's Harold Landry got hurt after training camp was over. Harold Landry got hurt in week one preparation. So that's, that's what I would say that. Yeah, it should include Harold but Landry. He didn't start the season, right? I don't, I, I actually don't he, think that it does. What does it say? At the top left corner. I cannot see it. Uh, it says week uh, NFL week 14 man versus injury versus team wins. Uh, I'll, I'll pull it up. And again, so, so it doesn't, that would be my one question because Harold Landry's impact to this season is great. They just paid the man $80 million. They chose him in free agency over A.J. Brown. They literally did as far as money. Now, there's nuance to that because of yeah. when he was signed, but we all know what happened. He didn't get an opportunity to play a single snap this year, and we know the injuries. I think the hard part for me, Austin, is this is the second straight year. So – if this is the second straight year, is this a bigger problem, right? Or, you know, injuries happen. I, I, I say it every single year. When anybody says, well, we're so hurt. Oh, no, well, we, our guys are out. Everybody's guys are out. You know, oh. Brock Purdy is playing on Thursday Night Football because the San Francisco 49ers have had both starting quarterbacks get hurt out for the season. So, like, don't really talk to me about injuries. 
This is telling. Yeah. I will say that. But this is the second year in a row. It is the second year in a row. And it's not that, you know, injuries happen. But not everybody's hurt because look at the Jags. And several of you guys have brought up the Jags. The Jags are the least by far, the least injured team in football, but only have five wins to show for it. And you can even see how, you know, the Jags injuries that they have had clearly are not that relevant because their bubble is that tiny where you can't even really see it. So but I do... The- they were the worst team in the league last year, right? Like, you know, we know the state of the Jacksonville Jaguars, what they represented, what this season was going to represent for sure. them. So but, it doesn't matter if healthy players or injured players, they were going to They've stayed healthy at a ridiculous rate. Like that is a, as, as unlucky as the Titans have been and getting hurt, the Jags have been lucky. Like that is what, like maybe 15 to 15 games missed from injuries through 14 weeks. Like that is just such a, a, a low injury rate that is so abnormal when it comes to the sport of football. So, uh, and then we get to, you know, today's injury update for the Titans. And I'm going to bring up the CVS receipt. That is the Titans Thursday injury report. And it's, it's pretty daunting Zach, because CJ board, Traylon Burks, Christian Fulton, Dontrell Hillier did not practice either day at all. Robert Woods was back after missing with an illness. Then you have limited guys that downgraded like Nate Davis, Derek Henry, not injury related. Amani Hooker was a downgrade. Uh, and then Jeffrey Simmons also goes from limited to did not practice of a downgrade. So, you know, some of these guys on this list, like Ben Jones, like Ryan Tannehill, um, and like uh, really uh, Derek Henry are maintenance uh, throughout the season of trying to handle and deal with some nagging situations and also not running Derrick Henry into the ground on a Thursday practice for no reason. But you're seeing Nate Davis go from a limited participant to a not practice. You're seeing Jeffrey Simmons do the same thing. You're seeing a lot of guys not being able to break through like Christian Fulton and Amani Hooker continually dealing with injuries. You know, this is a crazy situation yet again for the Titans. And you're right. I think the biggest concern is it's happened back-to-back years and it's happening with different guys. There has been roster turnover. It's not like it's the same guy who was dealing with injuries in back-to-back seasons. It's all types of different dudes who are dealing with it uh, throughout the last couple of seasons. Do you, is that happenstance? Like, let's do the two years. Let's not do, we're going to ask a question that is relevant to what we're talking about now. But like, is this, you know, we always, and I remember back in the day, and Titans fans, the chat will remember this. You know, when like Corey Davis is a hamstring, 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 ha- ever had a hamstring. It was, and then so you started to like open your eyes. You're like, what is, is this a strength and conditioning problem? Is, is do you feel like it's that after two years of this same stuff? I don't think so because during the hamstring season, it was it was a lot of hammies. This is a lot of unfortunate, in my opinion, because. You've got multiple concussions on there. You've got multiple, you got three knees. You only have one hamstring and a groin, right? So there's just two soft tissue situations in this entire list. A lot of ankles, knees, concussions, ribs, (laughs) hip. Like these are like, these are physical injuries, not soft tissue muscle pulls for the most part. Like Jeffrey Simmons and Ryan Tannehill, they had their ankles they got rolled, rolled up on that. And 
Traylon Burks's turf toe from earlier in the year, just something that happens when you have a 275 pound guy land on your foot in a bad way. It just happens. The concussions, nothing you can do about it. Or somebody else hits you in a you spot. You play football. Yeah, yeah. Like, like So I, I don't really think it's the case, but again, it's the second type of thing. And Caleb does say, and he's, and he's right. Knees can be impacted by weak hips, quads, hamstrings, et cetera. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's the first thing you do when you're rehabbing the ACL is to try to make those muscles around the knee stronger because the stronger your quads, uh, your, your, your other muscles are for it, your hamstrings are for that knee. It helps prevent those injuries. But I also don't think the knee injuries the Titans are dealing with, like Danico Autry got rolled up on. You know, he's playing defensive line and somebody got tabletop and that stuff happens. That's not like, I think Danico Autry's quads are plenty strong. You know, I, I don't think there's, so that's where it's, it's so confusing. Cause I don't know where to point the finger and I can't just say, well, yeah, it's just been really bad luck because that's also weak analysis. All right. So we've had that conversation. I, I'll give credit to Dom. He's given some jackpot bucks. This Ooh. is a good question. Cause he goes, not necessarily from the whole scope of what we're talking about, but Dom says, do you think it's strange that almost every rookie gets a serious injury every year? Are they bad at getting guys acclimated to the pros? So if you look back, what I think Dom is referencing, there has been rookie injury pretty consistently over the last couple of years. Yeah, I think we've talked about this in off seasons where you've got pre-draft process that is like training for track and field events and then and just trying to get strong and and build muscle, get yourself twitchy where you can do cone drills and 40-yard dashes and bench presses which have nothing to do really with football activity. So that's where soft tissue ha happens there and you're also training a lot for combines and pro days and draft process and visits where you're wearing yourself down off of a, because here, here's the reality. When you're playing a college football season, you're not as nutritionally prepped as you are in the NFL. And then when you wrap up that last football season in college, you go directly and getting ready for senior bowl, for combine, for pro day, for visits and other private workouts. You're working yourself too much. And then once you get to a NFL practice schedule, now you're worn down. And then guess what? The season's five extra games than what you're used to. And so, yeah, I definitely think that happens naturally, but I don't know if that's a Titans problem or an NFL just, you know, growing up problem. Well, let me dive a little deeper into that, which I, I find this a little eye-opening the last time the Titans had a first-round pick play all 16 games in their rookie season was 2016 All-Pro Jack Conklin. 2016. Now, and I, and I thought that that was the case, and I wanted to go back to make sure that I was correct. The following year, 2017, Corey Davis had a hamstring. He missed games. Rashawn Evans hamstring started out slow that year in 2018 jeffrey simmons missed games because he was coming off of the acl didn't start really until the chargers game coincidentally that year in his rookie season isaiah wilson was uh just a terrible overall pick and maybe the <laughs> yeah. worst in nfl history yeah 
Caleb Farley. Well, hurt ACL. Yeah. Traylon Burks missed multiple games. These are first round picks that we all know who who got picked. But Dom, well, well, you're getting the love of the show missed, for bringing you this one up. Guy. You missed 2016. one guy. Dory Jackson, 2017, played in all 16. He was the second first round pick. Okay, so point five. 20, That's 27. a half. You don't yeah. get a full for that. That's a half. How? No, and, no, and well, there's two. No, and, it's a first round pick. It's a first round pick that played 16 games. No, it's just that's that's it. That so your stat is no longer Jack Conklin. It's a Dory Jackson. That's what it is. You don't get a half point. Still, it's terrible. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying you have to update it because you missed a Dory Jackson when you went through and counted the first round draft picks who did not play in 16 games when a Dory did. A Dory played in 16 games his first two seasons before injury started to to steal games away from him where he only played in three his last year as a tight. But this is a problem. And that you, if you're not getting anything out of your best rookies, like maybe that's one of the reasons why, because guys are going to get hurt, but if your rookies are always getting hurt, then you have no depth. And when you have no depth, I think that's when you blink twice and you look at this, right? This is why it is. And John Robinson, when he was general manager, he was getting guys off the streets. I mean, that, that was his philosophy at times. And look, he was doing, at times he was doing the best that he could. At other times he was making bad decisions. Yeah. But like, I do think that this is a bigger problem overall. And maybe that's why the person that was picking the roster got fired. All right. And Gino, Gino says, uh, Austin, your comments about training are completely wrong. I want to show Austin, your comments on training are way off, very wrong. And then Gino says, uh, there, oh, that's another comment from Gino. I wanted to bring up here. He says, no, Austin, you're not worn down. Austin is there to help the long haul this season. Gino, you weren't paying attention, buddy. I said, rookies, we're having a conversation about rookies. When guys leave college, they don't have an off season because they've got senior bowl and other things like the senior bowl. They've got the combine they're training for their pro day. They're training for private workouts are training for, and they're doing different types of training instead of football workouts in the off seasons between their last college year and the draft. There is no down time to get ready for the season. That's the whole point of the conversation we're having there. So I am right. Uh, on this, Gino, that's the veterans get that downtime to get themselves ready. You're trying to improve your draft stock with several key dates throughout the spring to get yourself as much money as possible. You don't have downtime. You got to be in deep pit and uh, peak condition uh, throughout every month, whether it's February, March, or in April for the draft. We're about to get to our question, but uh, Patricia asked, can you tell us what's going on with Kyle Phillips? I mean, Kyle Phillips has literally ever since that hamstring is kind of a ghost hamstring in practice. And like, we hadn't seen him anymore. IR. I mean, what's going on with Kyle Phillips? Yeah. A shoulder injury that happened when it comes to uh, that first game against the giants. And then he missed it some time after the bills game. Then the hamstring popped up and he's, he's dealing with both. It, it seems like it's a shoulder and a hamstring, but it's that's got to be the hamstring that. though that is keeping him out at this point. You you feel that they're trying, they're being more conservative with it. Maybe, Maybe I have no idea. Look, look. Here's the philosophy, and this philosophy would make more sense if they would have beaten the Jacksonville Jaguars last last week. Now you're just saving your guys. Now you're just literally trying to get healthy and trying to go make a run. 
But now you can't afford that because you don't even know if you're going to be able to make a run based on the state of the season. You were in a great spot with a stranglehold on the AFC South, and all of a sudden you blink twice and you're not. You've got to, you know, this is not a must-win game for the Chargers, but it would help. I mean, it would help in the long haul of health. Yeah, and maybe Kyle Phillips is kind of getting a redshirt year. Uh, you know, a guy who is always un- going to be undersized that maybe need to add a little bit more, and then the shoulder injury plus a, a hand. He wasn't set up to have a redshirt year. He was set no. up to impact, right? Oh like, yeah, he was yeah. drafted to play. But he, again, fifth round pick. You have to understand what fifth round picks are. Well, and when John Robinson's drafting him, you got to understand what fifth round picks are. Yeah, but come on, dude. Like, but but again, Kyle Phillips was showing us in training camp that he was going to have a role. He showed us in week one that he was going to have a role in this offense, and he hasn't been able to because of multiple injuries. So let's go ahead and ask this question, Zach, to get everybody more involved. Is the Titans injury situation a reason or excuse? for where their season is currently at. Is the Titans injury situation a reason or excuse for where their season is actually at? And, you know, we always talk about injuries and then I do the bone and joint uh, update and read here. And that's not uh, by design, but when you get hurt in life, you need to check out where to go to get back to health. And that is the bone and joint Institute, bone and joint TN.org. I told everybody that I was dealing with plantar fasciitis in my foot. This past summer, went to go see Dr. Jeff Watson in Franklin at the Bone and Joint Institute. Got me back right where I can go run. I can lift. I can do workouts, whatever I want to do, because my foot feels better. And he helped me learn how to treat it myself at home. So he educated me and helped fix my injury. I waited three weeks too long to even go see Dr. Watson. So don't wait like I did. Take advantage of it. Go to the Bone and Joint Institute. Get back to health. And don't just fight through it and be stubborn. Boneandjointtn.org is where to go. It is Sports powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. We talked to BetMGM this week. Man, we are excited about BetMGM and what all they can do. We've been excited for the last two years, and that excitement stays. And you got football, football, football coming this weekend. Risk-free bet up to $1,000 on pro football for new users. Download the app today in your Apple or Android store and get to going. And that means the promo code ATOZ Sports can hook you up. All one word in the promo code t- tab. Download the BetMGM app today. All right. So the question we're asking right now is the Titans injury situation a reason or an excuse for where their season is at currently? So a reason or an excuse for where their season is at currently. I'll show the graph one more time. Man games lost. In the NFL, shout out to at Man Gains Loss NFL for putting these stats together. The Titans lead the NFL by far in games lost missed to pl- for players missing with injuries by a large margin. They've got seven wins, uh, but by far the most games lost due to injury. So is it a reason or an excuse for where they're at this season? Zach, I will go ahead and send you to the comment section. Bradley says excuse. Dominic says reason. Jeff goes excuse. A couple, uh, a few reasons from Eddie, Scott, and Kendall. Excuse, all all caps, exclamation point from Honky Tonk. Robert says reason. Billy says reason. 100% reason from Jerry. Memphis Mafia says reason. Dom says it's a reason. It's a huge reason from Guy. But Steven says excuses. Well, I'm not going to read that. Uh, Titans, Kyle says, excuse, uh, Aaron says reason. You almost got me there, Stephen King. I almost read that leather bound book right there. And I'm not going to get got again. Uh, 
Clayton says reason. Van says reason. Noah says reason. It's a reason from Dylon. Karen says reason. I think it's a reason from Scott. 50% reason, 50% excuse Jarvis. Oh, Jarvis, get That's off the fence, Jarvis. Jarvis. No, get no, out of no, here. No, 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 no. <laughs> get out of here, Jarvis. Uh, Danny says reason, excuse, because John Robinson didn't sign or draft quality depth as backups, in Ronnie's humble opinion. Reason, Jeff uh, says excuse, both. Anthony, get out of here, pick one. Deborah says excuse, it's a reason from Guy. So tons of comments coming in. Uh, Mr. Robinson says huge reason. Uh, excuse from Lee won the division last year using more players. I want to read another comment because Jay says uh, this means they're being pushed too hard in practice. I think it. No, uh, if you if you've been uh, paying attention to how Mike Vrabel runs his practices, it doesn't matter what month they're practicing in May, June, July, August, or throughout the entire season. Mike Vrabel understands and values the maintenance of players' bodies and doesn't push them at all. They, if anything, he's more conservative. I think if you look at the the graph we showed you about this week's injury reports at practice, I think a lot of those did not practice or because Mike Vrabel is helping the players manage. And so I, I, I disagree with that. So Well, so I think what he's bringing up, there's three key guys that were injured during practice. You had Racy McMath early in the season, Kyle Phillips with a hamstring, and Harold Landry tore his ACL in practice. I, I'm, I'm speaking for him because I think this is where he's coming from. Those are three pretty big key injuries that happen in practice. Yeah, but we've seen injuries always happen in practice. Yeah, those, those are three big if ones. If Two gonna... wide receivers of on a bad wide receiving core yeah. and your highest paid defensive end that you signed in the uh, offseason or outside linebacker. Sure, I, yeah, uh, you know, Dory Jackson got his injury in practice. Remember in the bubble during the COVID year when media wasn't around in the bubble or allowed in the bubble? Teddy Bridgewater had a near career ending knee injury in practice several years yeah, ago. I named three in one year. That's I know. I'm difference. just saying. You're like naming practice, one in singular years. Yeah. But again, like practice injuries happen. We both watched Jonathan Cyprian tear his ACL in practice. We both watched Byron Bell have his leg snapped in half in practice. Like I, it, it's not that like they're not overworking these guys in practice. Like the, the Harold Landry ACL, because it happened in the closed portion of practice, it's probably just some fluke thing that, he made a weird cut and it just popped. And there's no there's no way or logical explanation of why it happened. Stuff happens like that. And in non-contact injuries, Kyle Phillips, he might have made a wrong cut in and out of a route and hamstring pulled a little bit. Maybe he was dealing with it already and it, that was the final straw there. So I don't think practice is the problem um, overall. So I think my answer to this question is I think it is a reason to an extent. I don't want to say, and I don't want to excuse other flaws that this team has, but it, the injury rate, it is a reason for where they are at right now. When you look at this defense, look at all the names on this report that are key defensive players. It's Christian Fulton, your best corner. It's uh, Amani Hooker, a starting safety. Uh, Terrence Mitchell, who's played a ton of snaps this year. And then Jeffrey Simmons. And then you, you already know that Bud Dupree has missed in several games this year. Uh, David Long Jr. is on injured reserve as your best 
uh, linebacker, Zach Cunningham, isn't even on that injury report because he's designated to return and still on injured reserve. So I think the injury rate is a reason why the Titans are in a spot that they are. This offense was never going to be very good. It might have been, it, it, this offense, if they were healthy, it might be a good offense. But it would never have been a very good offense or a great offense this season with the limited personnel. But injuries have taken a massive toll on the availability of good players. Dennis Daly has given up seven sacks in the last four games. Uh, Taylor Wan gave up less pressures in his last four games oh, than sacks, right? Like, Lawan would have been so much better at left tackle, but he goes down with another ACL. Burks, to no fault of his own, looks like he's going to miss his sixth game of the season due to fluke injuries of a turf toe and a concussion. And we know how that impacts the passing game and the lack of explosiveness. So I do think, to an extent, it is a reason. I'm not excusing the flaws, but it, it is a reason. So I'm probably going to surprise you, and I'm going to agree that it is a reason. And okay. the reason why is, I think, what you said. But this team didn't have the talent. So if the talent is not that they have is not on the field, they're up, you know what's creek. I mean, they just are. They're between a rock and a hard place. If your number one your, your pick that you traded to replace A.J. Brown and help your offense is not consistently on the field, that's going to hurt you. And the, now Tannehill cannot throw to guys. Now, there are, have been games where he has played and the offense has been inept. So there is that. Yeah, but, but we, again, it's because – and Burks missed time in the, in the summer too, right? And what did Ryan Tannehill always talk about when A.J. – was dealing with injuries throughout last year. Because AJ, the last couple of seasons, was missing games here and there. He had a stint on injury reserve last year. But Ryan Tannehill says, we've got those banked reps from the last couple of off seasons that can get us back on track. Tannehill was unable to get and bank any reps with Traylon because of his unavailability, really, since he was drafted. So... The real reason is the way that the previous general manager constructed this season's roster. That okay. is the real reason. Okay. So when you now put injuries involved at this rate, look at where Tennessee is on the far right of your screen. T-E-N. So if you're going to construct a roster that is that has as least a little amount of talent as this team does, in a playoff window, right? Like that that has to be also realized that this is the reason why you are sliding late in the season and you haven't been able to beat good teams with winning records. So without Jeffrey Simmons at times, without Danico Autry at times, without Traylon Burks and Kyle Phillips and all and, and Harold Landry and David Long Jr. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. That's why. That's the reason why. So they set themselves up for failure and then they failed. So you can't be surprised or have an excuse on why you failed if it makes logical sense along yeah. the way. Yeah, uh, for sure. I want to uh, dig deeper into that and talk about how, like what we can talk about John Robinson's construction of the roster 
in the injury underlying situation too. Well, I'm going to say this. And okay. I, one of the things that got me to that, that point was Tress actually said, so how do you fix the inju- injury? Strength and conditioning coach can't be blamed for it at all. It, it's a personnel injury. A new general manager could fix it. Well, let's talk about that. Yeah, let, let's, and that's exactly where I want to go. So, so Trey, I liked your comment. I want to go back to that comment here a second so, uh, to address it. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. FBHP.com is where to go to get your new health plan. I got my health plan at the beginning of 2022. You can get your new health plan at the beginning of 2023. Oh, you could get it at the end of 2022. You could you could switch. That's the best part. You can switch your health insurance, whether it is or your health plan, whether it is me as an individual, whether it's you with a you got a family man, you may have 10 kids, 12 kids, three kids, two kids, one kid. Doesn't matter. They have the perfect plan for you and your family. Health, dental, and vision, 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. And what they provide is better service at a better rate with better, better coverage. Man, it is so much better when you switch to Farm Bureau Health Plans. That's fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Uh, Zach, maybe after the new year, when you've been with Farm Bureau Health Plans for a full year, you can figure out like how much, how many actual dollars you saved in 12 months from Farm Bureau Health Plans because, I mean, you've gotten a lot of better coverage and then just, I mean, I'm just I mean, curious. I can tell you. Uh, I, mean, I mean, if you I'd have if you to do want some to. calculations. But yeah, I, I mean, you can, again, you can do some math uh, off the air because we always know live math usually doesn't end yeah, up Yeah, that, that would be bad. So that's just something, again, like this to show how much money that you've saved on this plan and actually gotten better coverage for it. So anyway, don't, don't forget, download the BetMGM app. Use our code ATOZ Sports. That gives you a risk free bet up to $1,000 on pro football. So, all the money you save on your health coverage from Farm Bureau Health Plans, you throw it in that BetMGM account and go make more out of it. That's how you do it right there with the BetMGM app, a risk free bet up to $1,000 on pro football when you use our code ATOZ Sports. Do you have an answer for it? I do. <laughs> Over $400 I saved just this year alone for switching the plan. That doesn't even mean I got so much better of a plan too, right? So I paid less for a better plan. The other plan was was bad. And look, I, health, health plans are tough to find. Good ones are at least. But that's $400 that I am recouping literally this year with a better plan. That's no joke. All right, so Tress asked this question. So how do you fix the issue? Strength and conditioning coach can't be blamed for all of it. Uh, it's personnel issues. The new GM can fix it. So how do we how do we discuss John Robinson's role in the Titans injury situation and issues over the last couple of years? Because John Robinson, the fact is, he put together the last two years the most injured football teams in NFL history. He picks uh, the players. Yes, Pick. so... So some of it is not John Robinson's fault. Some of it just stuff happens, right? Like you talked about rolling down, you know, what's Creek. Well, you know what also happens too, but John Robinson also, and I mentioned this with Sam coming off of the John Robinson fired reaction conversations that John Robinson, in my opinion, in some spots got too caught up in value. And the value of getting a player who has dealt with injuries coming off of an injury and thinking, well, uh, the Titans only have to give up a six-round pick to get Robert Woods. The Titans gave a lot of money to Bud Dupree coming off of an ACL. And Bud Dupree told Buck Rising a couple weeks ago, and you can go hear that on the 615 Sessions podcast, 
on the A to Z Sports Podcast Network, Bud Dupree admitted to Buck that his hip issues and the abdominal issues that he's had over the last two years as a Titan were all connected to the ACL. And so when you go give money or acquire players that might get you extra value because of their current injury situation, you're you're rolling and playing with some fire there. Caleb Farley is the same way, right? It was a gamble, and J-Rob thought the value was worth the gamble, and he got burned on it. And so there's some other things here and there, but you can't, like... Well, the- I think, do you think, I'll ask you, not okay. I think, but do you think that Jeffrey Simmons spoiled this? No, like, it's... No, I you know it stemmed a little bit further back from that because yeah. I like like Corey Davis had an ankle procedure before they drafted him. So like and and, and I was gonna bring it. That's what I hesitated with because I was gonna bring up Corey Davis because Corey like I don't even. Oh, know you didn't Corey... want to talk about old Corey? No, I just well I didn't want to go down a rabbit hole like we did yesterday and lose, and lose thirty minutes of our lives that we'll never get back. So Corey Davis, I don't think has ever run a t- official timed forty yard dash because of the ankle procedure that he's gone through in this pre-draft process. And once you get drafted, who cares what your 40 is, but the Titans were desperate in a spot where they had to have a wide receiver and they had the fifth overall pick. They, again, Buck also reported this uh, uh, after the fact, the Titans wanted to trade out of five to get Corey Davis a little bit later. Mike Williams was coming off of an injury at Clemson. That was pretty serious. Mike Williams had back issues. So think about if the Titans drafted Mike Williams at five overall with a back issue that took time to, he's a better receiver right now than Corey is, but there was some so He's the best out there. of the three. He had to take a year though, right? And, but John Ross was the only healthy one. And John Ross is by far the worst of oh, the three. Yes. So that was a desperate situation with a team that sucked, right? The Titans sucked at that spot and they were able to get a, quality wide receiver they overdrafted him but they had to go do that in their situation then Jeffrey Simmons was a smart play that was a smart drafting because it was an ACL on on a bona fide stud in the draft but read that that's what yeah. I'm asking and, and I think Trey, Trey has been pretty on point with his comments here I, I again that's where I think do you think it's spoiled like do you think the success of Jeffrey Simmons spoiled the mindset of the former Titans general manager. I think Jeffrey Simmons success of a draft pick allowed John Robinson to get a little cocky with it. Yes. So I agree on top of, on top of the job security that John Robinson thought he had thought he had. Well, the contract that he's going to get, the money he's going to get paid over the next four years, also there too. Right. So, well, and it's, but it's the job that J Rob was doing, the wins and, and, and seasons they were stacking, and the, all the progress. And then it just fell apart because too many things went. But wrong. welcome to the industry. Sure. You can't get comfortable. No coach in the NFL is comfortable. You, there are people that have been fired after playoff appearances. There have been general managers that have been fired after being the number one seed in their respected conference. Like you get canned if you do a bad job. This is a what have you done for me lately type league. It exactly. always has been and will continue to be. 
And Zach, I've I said this probably starting four or five years ago when John Robinson got the Titans out of the irrelevant folder of the NFL and got them into playoff contention and in the playoffs year after year. What was my main line about John Robinson? It's easier to go from three and thirteen to nine and seven than it is to go from nine and seven to consistently a Super Bowl contender in your conference. And Austin, do you know what you have to have to do that? A quarterback? Bingo. That is how you do that. It's not anything else. We've seen it time and time again. And I will, again, I I, I, I was out on Tannehill the second after the Bengals game. I gave him that shot. But that's the way that you go from 9-7 and seven to 13-4. and four. That's how you do it. It's with the quarterback. It's not with anything else. And to be honest, I don't know about Malik Willis. I have my doubts about Malik Willis from you know what I what I'm hearing and what I we saw a little bit. You're going to have to find that guy, Austin, or you're gonna fall right back down to three and fourteen. Well, and and that's the, the crazy thing about John Robinson's tenure is Malik Willis was the highest quarterback that he drafted in the third round, 86th overall. And we also know this, that's not where you consistently find franchise quarterbacks. Well, yeah, there and, are a few. There are a few. busts later in rounds at quarterback. Remember old Cole well, McDonald, Luke Falk? Oh, God. Yeah. And, and, and again, I understand what those thought processes were, but again, uh, uh, Brock Purdy's just winning games, and he was Mister Irrelevant. Right? No, I There's know, value. but yeah, but but they they were you know the Cole McDonald I called at the time a waste of a draft pick. Now you wasted a seventh round pick, so it's not like it was the end of the world. That's not why John Robinson was fired. But John Robinson uh, did make a brilliant move in trading for Ryan Tannehill to extend to get to nine and seven. No, to no to get to eleven and five and twelve and five to get to eleven. Okay, that's fair. Marcus but, Mariota had you at nine and seven, but you know, uh, and Tannehill got you out at two and four to nine and seven like that. The the, the last uh, you know what fifteen uh, ten games that Tannehill got you in that twenty nineteen season was phenomenal, and then set you up for this three year run. Now other failures around the quarterback have put you in this situation that now questions the future of the quarterback. And here here is the overarching issue. Austin time's up. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence is getting better. The Texans are about to draft Bryce young, the division and the Colts are about probably to draft Will Levis, which will be hilarious, but please, but that's the issue. The division, you're not going to get the courtesy. The Titans have gotten the courtesy this year of all of these teams being so bad. They their division is disastrous, and they are at least the Titans are a good team. They are not anywhere better than that. That's yeah, just what they are. Yeah, I think but they're uh, a good team loses in the first round of the playoffs. Like I believe that they will. Yeah. Um, Brent brings up you know Malik Willis looks like a terrible third round pick when you see Brock Purdy drafted Mister Relevant doing what he's doing. Now yeah, it's that's, different. That's unfair. Yeah, it's not fair at all. Brock Purdy won a lot of games in college at Iowa State and was, ba- you know, he was playing major- big boy football, not Wait, at Liberty. And he was carrying Ohio- Iowa State. Like he was, you know, mini Tebow for what Iowa State represented and how he was constructed and running that offense. Well, and and what does the 49ers represent? A really 
good organization that has a really good offensive-minded head coach, you don't have to worry about old Todd Downing. Well, and, and, and he's got good talent. Yeah, that's the point. You know who they have on the other side of the foot, football? Old Nick Bosa. That dude can will destroy. Destroy. Like that, so there, there's apples and oranges there. So and, I, and the Niners, like the Niners have been in an interesting situation because they have been good over the past several years, but they've also had tank out years where they everybody gets hurt and they draft Nick Bosa third overall and that or DeForest Buckner in the top six or whatever to help them. And then they've had years where they've gone to the Super Bowl yeah, or made well, a deep run. What do you prefer? This is a good question. Do you prefer being more like the 49ers where you just have those terrible years where it's December 16th, Austin, and nobody cares because Jimmy G was hurt and you are the worst, one of the worst teams in the NFL, but you're going to get a good pick, right? Yeah, yeah. So in the same Or do you want to make the playoffs and lose every year draft 23rd? So in the same time that John Robinson was the GM, the Titans picked... You know, they had the first round pick when he got took take took over. So they picked top five with Corey Davis. And then after that, it was uh it was uh, 18, uh it was uh 22 again. So Dude, it was do you want to see if you can get it right? It, oh, I, I know, I know, I know what it is. So, so where are you starting? Uh I'm starting in 2017's draft. Okay. So the Titans earned in 2017 the 18th pick. Yep. In the 2018 draft, the Titans earned the 25th pick, but they moved up three spots to get Rashawn Evans at 22. Correct. In the 2019 draft, the Titans missed the playoffs under Mike Vrabel, and they got Jeffrey Simmons at 19. Correct. In the 2020 draft, they went to the AFC Championship game and got Isaiah Wilson at 29. Correct. And then, and then the year after that, they lost the Ravens in the wild card and got the 22nd pick overall, used that on Caleb Farley. Correct. So John Robinson earned his rosters earned 18, 25, uh, 19, 29, and 22. In that same time frame, the Niners have drafted seventh, third, ninth, second, and third. <laughs> and they traded away they, a bunch of picks. And, they, and then they don't pick this up this upcoming draft. Yeah, and they won't pick. For no, a they while. did not pick this past draft because they traded up. The Trey Lance, I believe they went from 12 or 15 up to three. So there were there again the Niners have great talent around them because they've had sucky years mixed between NFC and championship and Super Bowl years. Well, here's the problem though, Austin, is that John Lynch has drafted very well with those picks. Oh, I'll I'll name them. DeForest Buckner, Solomon Thomas, Mike McGlinchey's a tackle, Nick Bosa. Oh, they also drafted 14th. Uh so they got Nick Bosa in then they went Javon Kinlaw and Brandon Ayuk in 2020. So that's two dudes in the first round, Kinlaw and Ayuk that are making an impact, and then Trey Lance that you know we don't really yeah, understand. which is that could be the demo, the 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 red A of of what John yeah, Lynch but, represents, right? But, I mean, that was his risk. But as great of an insurance plan as Ryan Tannehill was for Marcus Mariota, Jimmy Garoppolo was that for the Trey Lance. But pick. what's next so now, Jimmy? The, yeah, the, what's the next? Titans, and, and I don't want to say this because it doesn't make any sense, but the Titans have to find their Trey Lance. I'm saying they have to find their franchise quarterback. Don't find Trey Lance. I, I think we don't know enough about him. But the Titans have got to find their franchise quarterback 
so they don't fall back to two or drafting at six or seven or nine or 13. They need to sustain, draft their quarterback, and draft at 29 or 32. Yeah, uh, for sure. So, again, that's just an interesting situation there. So, on the injury front, John Robinson overall does deserve some responsibility for the Titans injury situation the last couple of years. But there are just some things that you're just looking at and saying, how in the world is this going to happen? Because a guy like Traylon Burks was never really injured at Arkansas. He had his sophomore and junior seasons were phenomenal productive years at Arkansas, yet he's about to miss his sixth game of his rookie year because he had unfortunate case of turf toe because a guy fell on him. And then what should have been an illegal hit uh, to the face uh, cost him a couple games with a concussion at least. And Jimmy, don't do this. Jimmy, maybe, I know it's a different spelling, but don't go get Jimmy G. You're, you're, you're Spider-Man. Tannehill and Jimmy G, I think, are one and the same. We've found out their ceiling. We've seen enough football from those guys. Yeah. Yeah. There's another. So don't uh, do that. Yeah. Gene says, uh, uh, go get Hyatt and Hooker. You know, look, Tennessee fans would love for the Titans to draft Jalen uh, Hyatt and Hinton Hooker, that. but, you know, Hinton Hooker's hurt. So that would not be exactly. Hyatt, right I would now. like, Hyatt would be a that, good pick. So how about this, Zach? This is a, you know, I can say it now because it's December 16th because we'll talk about it probably in two months. Does the new GM change his philosophy on wide receiver prospects? Yes. Well, no, because Jalen Hyatt did not fit John Robinson. Jalen Hyatt does not fit the offense Mike Vrabel wants. Right. They're going to change. How does that change? Because Jalen Hyatt would probably not be on the board. So, again, and and no, Jalen Hyatt will not be a top 10 pick, but – you know, I, I saw a mock draft this morning and it just randomly hit my feed. I don't go looking for mock drafts, especially in December. Guess, well, and coincidentally, you know who they predicted to draft Jalen Hyatt? The Chargers. The Chargers. I saw it too. So let's talk about the Chargers. Mm-hmm. I've got a stat in a trend in the last four Chargers losses that I think the Titans uh, can take full advantage of. But Zach, first tell everybody about our friends at Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai. Oh, I got a shout out, and I saved this. And I'm going to send this to old Payne Bone, the owner of Wilson County Hyundai. Shout out to our guy, Bryson Williams. He thanked us early in the show for helping him get his Santa Fe repaired quicker nice. than they told him to take. That was us. We Look, we responded to a DM, so shout out to Bryson. Brandon. Brandon. Well, maybe he has a different YouTube name. Maybe so. But uh, that I, he, I saw that earlier because I saved it. I screenshotted it. And there you go. Wilson County Hyundai helped, and that's great. That's what Wilson County Hyundai does. Whether it's service or whether you're looking for a new vehicle, they've got the Palisade, the Sonata, the Elantra, the Santa Fe. I mean, they've got you hooked up. I mean, you know, that, that A to Z sports follower. Again, I, it's Bryson on YouTube. I'm going to call that's Bryson. Right. That's his name. I believe you, but he's, he's, it's our guy, Brandon. I know Brandon. We've Brandon's been a follower with, for us for a long, long time. Good dude. I wish I could share my screen because it says no, I, I believe you. Look, YouTube names. Does can he be have an different. alias? 
Uh, maybe or maybe his, Wilson County Hyundai helped out two different A to Z sports followers, Bryson so. and Brandon. That's where we're going. There we go. Wilson County Hyundai helped out Bryson. If you're Bryson or you're Brandon or you're Brandon or you're Bryson, you're going to get helped out by Wilson County Hyundai. That's 100% guarantee. Visit WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Also, download the BetMGM app. Use our code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk-free bet on pro football up to $1,000 on BetMGM. I'll go ahead and tell you this. I took Derrick Henry's longest reception over nine and a half yards uh, this upcoming weekend. So take that. It's Right now, it's at minus 110, so pretty good odds there. So Derrick Henry's longest reception over nine and a half this Sunday coming up. But you can get a risk-free bet on pro football up to $1,000 when you download the BetMGM app and you sign up with our code ATOZ Sports. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only, new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligible requirements. Rewards issued at knowledge for bets and start credit for best expiring seven days. For Plumbing Game Sport, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Oh, Zach, man, yeah, it was perfect. I, I was so close. Oh. You were perfect. You I know what I did? And I don't say perfect, but you, you know what I did? perfect up until that end. I got, I got cocky just like John Robinson did. I, t- I turned off of my script and uh, went back to the, to the stream. Played. Uh, on the phone number there, which I usually have memorized. Uh, so, all right, the question we're going to ask here, and I'm going to get some people to to go ahead and fill in the chat. What do you feel best about the Titans' attempt to beat the Chargers in LA? What do you feel best about in the Titans' attempt to beat the Chargers in LA? So, Zach, do you want my trend? Yes. Okay. I think this is uh, something the Titans can absolutely take advantage of. In the Chargers' last four losses, what are you laughing at? You guys, uh, I'm laughing at this. <laughs> the coin toss. <laughs> Kevin, that was Andre came in. That's why I laughed. I was like, that was the first comment that I read. We just asked, what's the positive, most positive thing about the Titans beating the Chargers? And Andre's going the coin toss. That was good. Kevin Byard, I, I don't know if he's still doing it this year, but Kevin Byard went through a stretch where he was phenomenal in coin tosses for the Titans. But, I, you know, we'll see. Maybe we could ask, have Sam ask Byard next week. So in the last four Chargers losses, they have lost to the, in most recent to oldest lost. They have lost to the Raiders, the Chiefs, the 49ers, and the Seahawks. So losses to the Raiders, Chiefs, Niners, and Seahawks. In those four losses, the Chargers defense has given up 687 rushing yards. That's an average of allowing 171 rushing yards per game in their last four losses. So what I feel about this game, we saw the Titans run offense be very effective with Derrick Henry against the Jags last week. They had we, to get away last week had, in the first half. Yeah, because they had to get away from it because Derrick Henry had two carries in the second half. He gained a total of two yards because they were down by a ton and they just couldn't run the football. It was not an option because they were down by three scores. But I feel like the Titans have the ability to control the pace of the game if Derrick Henry in the running offense can have success like the Raiders, the Chiefs, the Niners, and the Seahawks. The Chiefs ran for 163 yards against this Chargers defense a few weeks ago. Who's the Chiefs running back? Edward Slayer. Well, and the Pancheco guy. 
Like it's it's crazy that they, the Chiefs don't run the football like that this year. And so I do find that interesting that they give up on average 171 rushing yards a game in their last four losses. And I, you know, up with the Niners, the Titans are the best running games of those teams. And so I think that is the only real game script where I see the Titans winning this is controlling the pace of play with Derrick Henry in the run game. Well, and Titans Kyle agrees with you, says their run D is not good, which you just said. Autry is back for for Mr. Billy Jones says, Henry, no Joey Bosa from Scott. So actually a plethora of different answers. Stopping the run game uh, if for, from Parker. Uh, stopping their offense from Greg. Uh, Dennis Daly not playing. I mean, this man's given up seven sacks in four games. Yeah, and by the way, Bosa is on IR. So there is no Joey Bosa for the Chargers this week. Yeah, he and they, they don't know if they'll be back. Um, before the end of the season, it depends, look, the Chargers are making a push to make the playoffs. You know, they're yeah. still in the hunt. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I think this is redundant, but you're right. It's the it's Derrick Henry. I mean, like, question about the Titans? Answer: Derrick Henry. <laughs> like, I mean, this is what it is, and I think this is where I'm not saying Titans fans are tired of this, but. It, it's kind of wearing thin, you know, the recipe hasn't worked, you know, it's worked to a degree, but now we've had multiple years to see what the ceiling is. And now this year, you know, they don't have the pieces around Derrick Henry for Derrick Henry to be complimented. Yeah. Yeah. And, and let's, let's play this from Todd Downing uh, who talked about this yesterday about the offense and what's fixable and what they're doing here. Because I, you know, Todd Downing is, you know, enemy number one for most Titans fans and media, but I, I do agree with Downing in this situation for the most part. I feel like this group is responding to those types of situations where they, they can fix this with, with kind of four games left. And I know it's not all fixable, but just those little things that keep on kind of playing you guys. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's not necessarily all fixable. It's not all broken either. And, uh, you know, that's something that I think the, the guys are really holding on to right now is saying, hey, there's a lot of good stuff in there, too. Has it been overall good enough? It has not. And that's why we've had the results that we've had. Uh, and we're striving to make sure that we're doing those things better at a higher level and a more consistent level. Uh, but the guys know who we are and they know what we're capable of doing. And uh, we just need to get back to doing that. And so I agree with them that it's not all broken. I think that was a trigger for, you know, we do this just to see how the chat reacts. Oh yeah. Like, which let's is... toss Downing up there. <laughs> let's toss Downing up there and just see what the uh, chat says. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, halfway it, sadistic, yeah. but I like it. Yeah, it's, it, it isn't all broken guys. Uh, but I, I, I do think I what kills. Go ahead. I, I mean, I, it's not all broken. I mean, it's pretty banged up. It's, it's, I mean, it, it's, it's a thread. I, yeah. I, the, the, your confidence level in the Titans offense going out and scoring 30 points is zero because they've never done they that. They haven't done it this season. Yeah. So like it I, is broken. I, I disagree. Think, I don't think, no, not all of it's broken. I, okay. 90% of it's broken. Big deal. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and uh Danny says not all broken it's just after the first two drives and you know the new 
then you let me say this. This is the analogy. Okay, you've got a bicycle, all right? You don't have any tires, you don't have a seat or any handlebars, but there's some chains there, right? At the bottom. There's there's some metal. It's useless. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's not all broken. There's still pieces there. The chains still move, but you're not going anywhere. I so think Downing, you're wrong. Uh, well, where, you're right, but you're wrong. Where I am at, though, is that it's the Titans this season are minus two in the turnover differential. They were plus two going into last weekend, and they turned the ball over four times. They haven't forced a turnover on defense since the Denver Broncos game. That's four games, right? So my my point is, they're not. They don't turn the ball over a lot on offense. They did Sunday against the Jags, and it ruined the game. Turning like, the football over is not. It's like not having a seat on your bike. You can still you stand can. up and ride though. Not very far. Yeah, you can. And not down fourteen. <laughs> Actually, when you're down 14 and you're on a bike, you better stand up and run. They're, and get more actually, well, then they ran out. They got tired. Again, they, because they couldn't they, do yeah, it. But that, Zach, I, they had 230 yards of offense in the first half against the Jags. It's not all broken. That was working. Derrick Henry was over 100 yards, over 115 yards of those 230. The pass, So they were split. They were basically 50-50 yards gained passing and running in that first half, but they had two turnovers that kept points off the board. But here's both- the other thing. At halftime, they knew that they couldn't – their bike was messed up. They had turned the football over too many times. Mike Vrabel definitely went into that locker room and said, don't do dumb stuff that hurts the football team. Like, turn the football over. Well, and, and, and then what did they do in the second half? Jeff Swain had an illegal block below the waist on first and 10 that backed him up inside their eight yard line and made him in first and 22. It, the bike's almost broken and you want to go off roading. Well, and what I was going to say is you remember last year, how I kept the stats all game, all season long of the opening drive of the game and how bad Todd Downing and the Titans were on the opening drive of the game. I'm going to go back today and I'm going to chart the opening drive of the second half. Because that, I guarantee, is going to be uglier than what last year's opening drive of the game was. Because of stupid penalties, like what Jeff Swaim did uh, against the Jags. And then uh, there's false starts, there's holdings. There's so many three and outs of negative yards in the, in the, to start the third quarter that it's probably going to make people puke. Uh, it's It's atrocious. And so... It a lot is broken, but they showed us in that first half against the Jags, they can gain yards on the ground and off of play action in the passing game. They just cannot shoot themselves in the face, like I said yesterday again. It's and typically, but typically when Mike Vrabel teams mess up like that, they don't do that same issue of turnovers the next game. They've had a horrendous, well, I, I wouldn't say all 10 quarters of play, but they've lost three straight games. They got blown out back-to-back weeks. One against a really good team in the Eagles and one against a bad team that took advantage of the mistakes that the Titans did. If the Titans eliminate the mistakes, I, look, I think the Chargers are is a very winnable game. The Titans can go to LA and win. The Chargers have not been 
you know, this unbelievable high-powered offense like you kind of thought they could be at the beginning of the season, right? Like going into the season, I, I would yeah. say that. They have got to play consistent. But Austin, this has been a unique year, right? It's a little bit different than the previous years. They don't they don't have the guys like AJ Brown that can break out for a buck 41 and take over a game. And Traylon Burks is trending and I don't know, not playing this week. So the one guy that probably could besides Derrick Henry, Robert Woods is only going to be able to give you at max 85 yards. That is that is probably his limit. That's just him being a number two wide receiver. But I think, and again, I after like moving forward after the season, we will raise the expectations. But I think for right now, getting 85 yards out of Robert Woods is what you need. Like you don't need 140 yards from Robert Woods. Like I think if you get 85 yards out of out of, out of Bobby Leaves, then I think you'll feel better. That's good. Did you just come up with that? I stole it from somebody on Twitter. From okay, I just haven't well, used it in like a month and a Bobby half. Bobby leaves. I like that. And guess what? The leaves are falling. It's December. Yeah. What they're, leaves? They're bare. They're bare. All over my backyard, killing my grass. And, and seats uh, says uh, force feed Chig. That's the passing game. And we'll see what happens with Chig Conco. He's been a hot topic this week uh, over there at St. Thomas Sports Park, and you're seeing Chig start to stack production. Now the three games that he's been most productive have unfortunately been all three losses for the Titans, but Chickaconquo is doing some good stuff. Now they got we got to see it in a in a game where they can win. I kind of like Bobby Twiggs too. I think I like Bobby Twiggs Bobby better than Twiggs is I is, think too disrespectful about his physical ability. Cuz Twiggs is a shot like you know people are like oh he's got Twiggs for arms or Twiggs for legs. He that's, that's a little that's a little far. I don't know. Bobby Twiggs. And, and, you, and Jamison, you can't say Bobby Stumps either because that's that's another derogatory. Bobby, please. Actually, BMO's got it. It's Bobby, please. Yeah. It's please play better. Please don't drop the passes. It ain't Bobby Trees. It's Bobby, please. Uh, Bobby Branch. <laughs> I like Bobby, please. Oh man! So oh, look, I do think stuff. the twigs thing is disrespectful. So yes. I, I will. I think you explained. That. I think I think stumps is even more uh, disrespectful uh, there too. So all right. Um. So we both stumps are, is a good nickname for like your high school buddy, though, right? Probably. I, I also have a great a great nickname for like that. At high school, usually is when nicknames in college you you get your buddies that have that create their nicknames. A great nickname, I think, is Sawdust. <laughs> like, that is a great nickname. Hey, my buddy Sawdust, I am so disappointed that I did not think of that when I was like 15 with my buddies to not name some guy Sawdust. Yeah, I don't know what somebody would have to do to earn that name. I don't um, either, but I like it. I think it is, it's a great nickname. Uh, I did want to see a, a comment. Somebody mentioned that, um, you know, Justin Herbert is going to kill the Titans in the air. I can't find the, the comment too far up, but I think that's where my, that's where my uh, thought of running the football with Derek Henry to control the game. That's where you can limit the opportunity for Herbert to really take over. All right, I want to read these and then we're going to get to good news. Uh, Greg says the Titans' defense is sawdust. Their, their passing defense is sawdust. 
Greg, that's a love of the show. I like that. I like that, Greg. And then we got Bobby Weeds, Bobby T's, <laughs> and then Jesse, Jesse giving some uh, jackpot bucks, Bobby Shrubs. All right, so so where where I, I guess am I taking Sam and Jack out to lunch or, at some point? Well, yeah, oh, yeah. At some point, we got to. Okay. Well, that's why I think we're stacking the cash. We're, so we're, Sam's we're, lunch money uh, is full at the time being because John Robinson's firing. It li- it's reached his limit. So Sam has hit his limit on lunch money. Uh, allowance and Jack is now building his jackpot uh, lunch allowance, and then we will go to lunch. And then when we go to lunch, you just go. We gotta take a picture to make sure that it is real. Yes. And then it starts over. Okay. So, but it's just Sam and Jack. Nobody else is gonna be able to earn lunch here. As of now, who knows? As of this now, thing could evolve. Sam and Jack. Okay. This thing That's could fair. evolve. All right. So, if you guys want to donate to uh, Jack to join us for lunch, then you can get the jackpot. Would you call it jackpot bucks? Yeah, jackpot butts. All right, sounds That's hard great. to say. It is hard to say. It's it's a it's it's harder than that BetMGM disclosure uh, at times. All right, so let's go ahead and get to ain't that good news, Zach? Wrapping up our week to send us to a weekend. Ain't that good news? We want your good news this week here on the show. Uh, but first, I'm gonna tell everybody about Hughes and Coleman injury lawyers. Sometimes bad things happen, though, as we get ready for good news, and that could be being injured in a car wreck. So if you get injured in a car wreck or somebody you care about, you love, gets injured in a car wreck, you need to help them out and tell them where to go to help uh, turn that bad into a better with Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers because they will recover every dollar you deserve from that unfortunate event of being injured in a car wreck by going to battle the insurance company that you can't fight yourself, but Hughes and Coleman can because they've recovered over $1 billion, that's billion with a B, dollars for their clients in the state of Tennessee and in Kentucky over the last 30 years, and they will do the exact same for you. They're the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans, of A to Z Sports, and they can be for you too if this situation arises. So check them out for a free case consultation. Their phone number is as easy as it gets, 800-800-4600, Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, Principal Office, Nashville, Tennessee. It is esports. We got some good comments that I'm gonna read to. But BetMGM, download the app today. Use that promo code ATOZ Sports or the King of the Sports Book. That's on your Apple or Android phone. They've got you hooked up. Let's get to good. R- real quick though, uh, who the hell is Jack from Clayson? Clayton is hilarious. But that's not the funniest one. The funniest one is Orlando saying, Jack never gets sunlight. Take the guy out. <laughs> so he's he's right there. And then uh, I think Bobby, he's trying to spend the $400 that I saved on Farmer Health Plans <laughs> to throw into lunch to take him to Ruth Chris or Fleming's or the Palm or something like that. All right, so ain't that good news here live on this Friday to wrap up uh, our week. And uh, I get, you know, it's what's crazy is that we're this weekend is just one week to Christmas and it, it is, it is coming fast. And all of a sudden we're going to blink and it's 2023. So uh, uh, good news from all of you guys. Karen says, we'll see the grandkids over Christmas. That's always great when family comes together uh, right there. More good news. I'm trying to sift through here. Kirk says, good news. They'll never have to live through another John Robinson draft. Uh, Stephen King says, good news having Christmas this weekend with the family. Aaron says his good news, eight more days until a trip to Cancun and he's all done with his Christmas shopping. So Aaron's been counting down that Cancun trip for a while now. I didn't realize that it was going to be 
that Christmas weekend Cancun trip. That reminds me of four Christmases. I hope your family knows that you're going to Cancun and not hanging out uh, with with them uh, over Christmas. Zach, do you see any more good news? Um, I, I haven't been looking at it. I thought you were going to read it, but uh, I, I will say my. I will say my. Yeah, yeah you can go yours. <laughs> I need um, a drink of water. So uh, my Christmas shopping is done. So December sixteenth, that's good. So I've got I've got that out of the way. But I got good news. Uh, Christmas party on Saturday with all my friends. This is a, it's like a big Christmas party. There's going to be a lot of people there, but it's like all my like good friends and their wives. And I, this is going to be fun. They got uh, a bourbon exchange that I, I don't know what that is going to be like. Right. So I got to go get a bourbon. And also, you know, I think the, the, the significant others, the, the women of the, the group, they're going to do dirty Santa. And so, like it's Christmas, right? I mean, it's Christmas party. So I'm looking forward to that on Saturday night. That's something I've been looking forward to all week. That's tomorrow uh, evening. Is there a theme? I guess Christmas. I actually was going to, I was going to text somebody today. I was like, do, what do you, do you wear just regular Christmas sweaters? Stuff? I mean, right. You going to uh, yeah. go uh, cousin Eddie and do the, the Dicky under the see-through turtleneck. Or yeah. The I, it's, not, I don't, it's not like a tacky Christmas okay. party, right? Is it so a fancy I, Christmas party. I, I got to check on that, right? Uh, yeah, that's what uh, I need. I got to. I got to find that out. Yeah. So, uh, how about I, I got you a uh, a suggestion for oh, is it whiskey exchange, whiskey slash bourbon ex- exchange? Yeah. Uh, yes. We've had great partners this fall's football season with Log Still Distillery, and they've got a Tennessee whiskey that's brand that's right. new, Rattle and Snap. So there you go. You can check that out at your local. Local I'll I'll go grab a rattle and snap on the way on Saturday. How about that? There you go. There I used go. Farm Bureau Health Plans to keep me healthy, and I used uh, rattle and snap to keep me drunk. I mean, yes, it's full it, circle. It, it is good. I've had it. I've taken uh, a couple shots there after Vol's big wins this past season of our rattle and snap there, taking some sips out of that. Uh, so my good news and I, uh, is, I guess it's also a good news, the Titans play the Chargers at 325 after that Christmas party. Uh, you get a little extra time to, uh, right. to gather yourself. But... Uh, my good news is big weekend plans ahead for a similar reason, Zach. It's not a Christmas party, uh, but have friends in town uh, that uh, are out of town. Some of our best friends coming in for uh, his birthday, and that starts tonight. So we've got uh, dinner reservations and uh, cocktail reservations after dinner, and then we wake up and we've got brunch reservations, and then we've got dinner reservations Saturday, oh, wow. and weekend. then we've got brunch on Sunday. So. Yeah, it's going to be a, a you know a stack full weekend for us, but I'm really excited about it. Have a good group of friends together uh, as we approach holidays. It's not it's a birthday celebration, so it's not a Christmas celebration. That'll get started coming up next week. But I'm very excited about what we've got going on. There you go. That's All right, the, that, tis the season. Tis the season. That's exactly right. All right, guys, that'll wrap up our week here on A to Z Sports. Uh, we got a big weekend ahead because Buck Rising will be live with it. We'll have the 615 Sessions podcast later on today in the A to Z Sports Podcast Network feed. Uh, we've got all day Sunday, Titans game day. Buck will be live early uh, for that game in LA. And then uh, Zach and Sam will be live on Titan game day live for our pregame, halftime, and postgame coverage coming up for Titans at the Chargers and also the World Cup. You got to pick for the World Cup final? France, Argentina? It's tomorrow. I know. Uh, 9 a.m. No, it's sa- Sunday at 9 a.m., I believe, right? Is it Sunday or is it Saturday? I thought it was Sunday. Uh, Argentina. 
Messi gets his World Cup. I, I hope that happens. France got theirs last time. Let, let Messi get his uh, World Cup. Charles asked, what was the ridiculous stat? Well, Charles, we're about to wrap up the show, and it'll start over for you, and we get to it uh, pretty quickly in the first uh, few minutes of the show. So check that out, guys. And we will see you on Sunday. Don't forget, subscribe to the YouTube channel for all of our Titans coverage, including updates from the locker room and the practice facility later on today. Enjoy the start of your weekend, and we'll talk to you again soon. Appreciate it as always. Adios.